0: Good evening and welcome to the 10th day of November 2020. I'm sure you've seen the whole day, so it's over. But it's still a good time and a good day that the Lord has made. We're still rejoicing and glad in it until you're This is Health Check. It's on Hope TV where you look and live. My name is Kerry Kagiri. As always, we bring you specialists to have great conversations on disorders, orders, everything to do with the human body and mind and system. Today we're in a neuro should i call it deficiency
1: neurodiverse
0: neurodiverse is that the word okay a neurodiverse syndrome that we're looking at syndrome okay what are you saying (laughs) condition i'm really excited to be in studio with this beautiful beautiful mighty woman (laughs) God. Karibu Zana.
1: Thank you. Can I call you Kerry or is it Kagiri? Kerry
0: Kagiri. Keri a brand, Kagiri. So you can't say oh. Blue Without bands. Oh, okay, yeah. Kerry
1: Kagiri. Awesome, <laughs>
0: Karibu Zana. Nice to
1: be here, thank she, you. She knows my,
0: my other <laughs> ambassador name, so we're not going <laughs> to use that here. So, yeah. even as we do this, could you introduce yourself to our audience and let them know what exactly it is you do?
1: Okay, my name is Perpetual Mundi. I'm a pediatric occupational therapist and I love what I do and the Managing Director at Dynamic Occupational Therapy Limited.
0: Awesome. Yes. Dynamic
1: Occupational Therapy Limited.
0: Absolutely. And today's conversation is on ADHD. Did I say that correctly? Correct. Let <laughs> us describe that for our viewer.
1: So ADHD, if we put it in full, is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. So this is a medical condition that affects one ability to concentrate, to stay still because that's why we say the hyperactivity. So that's why it's a disorder. So ADHD, attention, hyperactivity, deficit. So it's missing. So it's a disorder. So that's ADHD.
0: Perpetua, how do we balance this between kuboeka, you know, getting bored (laughs) and actually not having attention? What are some of the signs we see?
1: So getting bored and not getting, uh, having attention, there, there's a there's, there's a sl- a small line because you can get bored and get back. You mm-hmm. know the way you can get bored. I'm um, in a class. I got bored. But after a few minutes, I'll be back. But attention completely gone. You are off. You went out. You took recess and you went home. Mm-hmm. But you're still in class. So that you is what group. you left. Kabisa. Yeah. So wow. that's what is ADHD. So the hyperactivity and the lack of attention, That's it's on the extreme.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: not just the normal one. It's on the extreme.
0: Absolutely. If you hear anything and you have questions, we are willing to answer to as far as our knowledge is with our specialists in studio. I feel so special about perhaps because Perpetua Omondi, oh, sorry, madam, <laughs> because we we were in, what, what do you call it, youth, TYC, just we call it TYC, and yes, it's yes. such a big deal to have, her. and it was a huge surprise for me because I saw the name Perpetual Money, but I was like, no, I didn't even click. So when I walked into the studio, I was super excited, and I still, i um, you used to go to sitam Karen. Yes, I do. To masalamu, please. What was sitam Karen? Hey.
1: sana na pia konya wana To my husband and my children, I know they are really watching. Hey. Yes, Hello, husband, what
0: <laughs> Anyway, as we talk about it, could we look at what are some of the causes? So the causes are quite diverse.
1: Cause some it's genetic where just the line, the family line, you might find it's genetic. Some, it is be before you, when you are conceived, the perinatal stage. Mm-hmm. That's where the cause can come from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are very diverse courses, very diverse courses. So you might find also, you might find head traumas. Mm-hmm. The Anyone who has suffered a head trauma can actually have it. So that those are some of the courses you might find for ADHD. Wow, okay. Yeah.
0: As we think about head trauma, uh, what are the some of the parts of the body that are involved, or the mind, uh, that are involved?
1: So, it's majorly the brain. Mm-hmm. Anything that causes injury to the brain and changes how it will be able to operate, or just anything that affects the brain. So, that is a head trauma. So, when the, the, the head trauma has happened and uh, the brain is affected in any way, that can cause ADHD. Mm-hmm. Mm. Are just
0: some of the other things that go parallel with ADHD before we go to other questions
1: so you might find that it might not be with the h the adhd it might be add okay it's just the deficit of the, the attention without the hyperactivity. Activity. Okay. So you might find someone might say, I have ADD, and you tell them, no, it's ADHD. They tell you, no, it's ADD. So yeah. when they say ADD, it's ADD. Yeah. So it might also happen like that. Also learning difficulties mm-hmm. can stem out of out of the ADHD. Mm-hmm. So you might find a child who has ADHD or an adult who has ADHD in mm-hmm. college and those at work, mm-hmm. they also have learning difficulties. So ADHD can come with other things, and it's called comorbidity. It mm-hmm. might come with many other things. Okay. And sometimes it can even be Comorbid with autism, so you might find they might also come together.
0: Wow, mm. okay, okay, this is so much learning about attention deficit, deficit yes. hyperactivity disorder. Yes, yes, yes. And I may think I have ADHD, <laughs> but can you self diagnose?
1: What happens, you can get some symptoms. You know, the way you know yourself, uh-huh. you know I have more energy than others. Mm-hmm. Uh network just in case the airwaves get lost in your brain, they go completely. <laughs> so you can have some 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 things that you might suspect and sometimes we read a lot and there are some those self tools that you find online. Mm-hmm. So you might actually do it and you're like, Hey, okay, lean towards ADHD. Mm-hmm. So you can you can try, but I would recommend always go the, the right way to get the diagnosis, mm-hmm. which is only done by a, spe- a particular uh, group of specialists. Okay. So we have the, the educational psychologists can be able to diagnose, the child psychiatrist can be able to diagnose, the developmental pediatrician also can be able to diagnose. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a small group that can diagnose, but now those who work with the children with ADHD, it's multidisciplinary, it's a big team that works with them to be able to achieve
0: their potential. There's a parent who's watching today and they've been really beating up their children and uh, probably they just don't understand. What are some of the signs you can tell them in particular to watch out for?
1: So the first one is the hyperactivity. Okay. If you do, do a parallel between your child and uh, other children their age, you'll find that these children have awesome energy too much energy we can see mm-hmm. they never is like they're always on a go mm-hmm. if you hear a beep bzzz, mm-hmm. so that is them they mm-hmm. are always on the go always on the go the other thing is the lack of attention mm-hmm. concentration you give them one instruction by the time you're finishing they they did not even get it mm-hmm. they ask you, what did you say mm-hmm. and they're like you didn't get it so the lack of attention so then uh, concentration also mm-hmm. if they're doing a task they find it very hard to just sit still and complete the mm-hmm. task especially also schoolwork now it actually comes up more in schoolwork so i find that even some children uh, are more prompted towards a, 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 a diagnosis when they're in school because mm-hmm. the teacher will keep on reporting hi mama nani your child is not settling not doing in class yeah, not, yeah 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 so those are the three main ones i would say
0: okay yeah. absolutely and i remember growing up with this one kid who was turned out to a very amazing gentleman but this dude you couldn't leave him anywhere he could climb he could do All sorts of things, and it was a naughtiness. You just, he just, sometimes I thought he was possessed. (laughs) Because if there was anything fragile, just be sure it's broken and it's gone. But now he's uh, kind of settled down. Mm. Do you think there are some things that change as you grow?
1: So, what happens is adaptation. Okay. The, the, The child adapts. They get to find a way around it mm-hmm. so the challenge is did they get the right way around it because mm-hmm. i might find a way around it but it is not still i haven't still yet sorted so it doesn't go away it's just that we adapt we adapt to the to the to the condition mm-hmm. yeah
0: what are some of the diagnoses that you've made maybe I, I, do do make diagnosis in your So
1: therapists don't make diagnosis. So therapists work with the diagnosis. Okay. So So
0: people come already diagnosed. Yes,
1: they come already diagnosed and then now we now create a treatment plan. Okay. Like we say for example I will work on your attention and concentration, span. Mm -hmm. I want to increase it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let's say you can sit and and do some work as a child for five minutes. Can I get it to 15 minutes, 10 minutes? Can I get it to 30 minutes? Mm -hmm. So I'd work on that. You might also find that they have a problem with their motor skills, that Mm -hmm. is their handwriting. Because they are too fast and they want to finish, so Mm -hmm. we need to find a way to work on that. Mm -hmm. And then impulsivity. We teach them to really think about it. What are you going to do next? If you do this, what are the repercussions? They just don't wake up and act. Mm -hmm. So those are some of the things when they come to therapy, we now address. When they come to occupational therapy okay
0: i'm really curious on how this works do you, are you like a day school for them to like train, or what how does it work
1: so what happens like i can give you a breakdown of a therapy session yes so when the child comes into therapy we first do an assessment we get to see with the various assessment tools we get to see where they are at in terms of uh, how they do their organizational skills where they are at in their writing where they are at in their in their their fine motor. So we get to know all that. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we create a treatment plan out of that. So the assessment becomes like a compass. which now guides us on which direction we shall take Mm -hmm. as the therapist. So we do the assessment, then we start the intervention. So the intervention has activities. So we don't do many things. We don't do like school Mm -hmm. as it's fun. So even children, especially the younger ones, when they come to therapy, they think they're coming to play. And Mm -hmm. we find that's okay. We never now give them too much details. Mm -hmm. They know they're coming to play but we know what is we are working on and which direction we are heading
0: absolutely we'll mm. be talking much more to Perpetua mondi who is a pediatric occupational therapist the conversation today is on adhd and we have defined it as attention deficit, deficit
1: hyperactivity
0: hyperactivity Absolutely. Even as we do that right now, I'd love you to watch a clip of a lady we met earlier on who shared her story being a mother of ADHD and also one child who has autism who is in the thing you said, comorbidity, comorbidity of ADD as well. Uh, Check this out. This is your case study on health check.
2: Sylvia Moran, which her boy is my name. Mm-hmm. I'm a mother of three boys. So yeah, that's where the energy comes from. You gotta run it. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> run. <laughs> so they keep me on my toes Uh um i'm a business lady i run a company called tech hub holdings i'm a rotarian and on top of that i run a foundation called andy speaks for special needs persons Uh, currently reigning as miss africa elite 2020 Miss Eh. united nation 2020 and elite face of africa so my reign has been extended until 2021 because of covid (laughs) thanks to covid so we're making history on that front And um, so my passion in terms of all of that as a mother, two of my boys are special needs kids uh baby a has uh autism and baby b is mildly autistic and has adhd and both of them also have a convulsive disorder as a comorbid of them
0: okay as we talk about adhd and you've mentioned it and that's Mm. our focus on tonight's episode my question is uh when was your son diagnosed with adhd
2: when i was trying to deal with andrew because andrew first started getting convulsions then of course i had to go for the diagnosis for autism um there are only 18 months apart okay yeah so they're more like twins but not twins Mm. and then uh the doctor was like would you like for us to i'm like "Mm -mm, mm -mm, let's not touch that was the first time this then when you go for review then by this time could tell uh bradley's milestones were also delayed he wasn't talking he took a bit of a while to you know walk but he was a ball of energy, everything else, mm. you know. So, for me, my self-comfort was like, okay, because Andrew is not talking, he's not whatever, because oh, he of oh, all the autism. And then I was like, maybe it's just by association, because it's not easy to take in some of this. So, I did two then uh, assessments, and they all said he's also autistic. And I'm like, there is no way he's normal, he's a normal yeah. child. I really wanted normalcy because yeah. when I was raising Andrew, and now I was raising him. And I'm comparing my first pregnancy and my and raising Daniel and I can't even remember. You know it, they, yes. they were like some distance apart. Yeah. And then now um so it took a while. I still like until he was twenty nineteen, Brad was six. So all this while I had the doctors. So all this while I had the doctors. You know when you say I will be leave the report? <laughs> oh, of the- this deal. So I'll put it aside. So last year when we were, um, no, no, I haven't lost time with this COVID man. (laughs) So two years ago. (laughs) Yes. So I I even decided I'm keeping him in normal school because he's normal. But then when you go there and they're like, he can't settle, he can't do anything, he's not with these other kids. Then this day we go for, you know, uh, induction into this new school. Uh Then you're hearing, we'll be handling this, the kids will be learning this, you know. And then I'd gone with my my, my best friend, who's also uh, the godfather to the boys. Yes. And I'm looking at me. Are you sure we are in the right room? Oh, you know, because no. <laughs> we're hearing all these things. I'm like, he can't do that. He can't do that, and that's when now you know reality starts sinking. When you're being told this is the benchmark for the age of your child, this is what they're supposed to be doing, and it breaks your heart mm. as a parent. Because I remember when systems can be cruel yes. so when report comes and it's just can't can't everything is he cannot he cannot until i was told okay you need to bring in your own nanny to help us and i'm like no. i mean this i bring nanny yeah. i have nanny at home i can't even afford all of this I right know. now then one day sports day they're all lined up you know when they're getting the medals and my son looks like a giant and i'm like okay it is well with my soul yeah it's time to intervene and do something right by him.
0: What are some of those traits uh, you see with your son, Mm -hmm. and just for a parent who's watching right now, Mm -hmm. and they need to hear it from you because Mm -hmm. they can relate. What are some of the things you saw Mm -hmm. that made you... you, you've, You've explained just in... In general. In general, yeah.
2: So first of all, sitting still is like that's your story. Me, I, I see this, I want it, I touch it. Like we now. can't sit like now. Like mm. I'm here, you tell him stop this. He's there because mm. he cannot sit still to do something for more than like five three minutes. So that's something we're working towards to build. Absolutely. Even talking, like um, I can I can see what he's trying to say, but he speaks too fast. You cannot understand mm. it, so you have to like eh, eh, eh. slowly. Okay. What are you saying? Yes then now and then he took a while he started talking uh even the first few words when he was around uh, three four he started talking this year and that's one of the things I'm very very grateful for like my son picked up Swahili he's talking it like nobody's business so patience also is good so like you find such
0: delayed Mm -hmm. milestones will come many parents are not comfortable to talk about this are not comfortable to share Mm -hmm. and so there are some of the other challenges to be able or characteristics to manage uh, your child with ADHD? First,
2: it is acceptance. 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 It's not easy. Most of us, after diagnosis, go through depression. For sure. For sure, and allow yourself to mm-hmm. go through that because you cannot skip any of these processes. So if you are allow yourself to, okay, this is what gave me. Remember, it's not like the way you go to a shop, buy something and then say return to sender, the way no. we return letters no. to the wrong, you know. No. <laughs> this no. is it you have to deal. and God knows why he's doing it. He knows why he's giving you this child. The things I have learned from raising my kids, no school can ever teach and the me. person you've become yes i have become a whole new person i have gotten strength courage and grace that is more than sufficient but these are things i would not if god had not given me these challenges i would not have embraced you know the far that i go the passion that i have for things it's because there is a reason behind it mm-hmm. every time i look at them and that faith you know you believe and every time i see something new i'm like we did it you know because my son knows no boundaries when it comes to danger
0: Mm. free spirit
2: you know when i say this boy is god's gifts he has fallen from first floor yes he was lifeless and he woke up from the city scan saying let's go home doctors couldn't believe they were like this only god can explain from first floor down he was burnt by Maji when he was younger because of that hyperness. Yes. Not the way you turn, someone was going to the bathroom, they left you know, a bucket there, he, curiosity, and then, you know, burnt. Burnt. He's been hit by a car. Oh and no. he's still the same person right now. If you're reversing, we'll be telling you, Kuja, 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 kuja. And I'm like, do you ever learn, <laughs> you know? Like, you're not going to kill me out of anxiety. I know. But that's just who he is. But yeah. that means now we have to be extra cautious. And also, when you have such a child, be that advocate, be that example. Let people around him understand he's not your regular child. Mm. That way, they will know how to, you know, embrace him. Like, in our estate, you know, like, if he's, because he's also too friendly. Yes. Like, he will be like, everyone is my friend. Yes. And, he and he wants to talk to everyone. That, yes. they're like, hey friend, how are you? Na, na, na. And he wants to hold your hand and talk. And he will just embrace you as you are. So even in the in the compound when he's doing things, you know, we make sure that people understand. And that's sensitive. why I do. Yeah, yes. that's why I do what I do because Absolutely. if the community does not embrace him, then how is it going to survive in that community when you're talking about integration and inclusion. It takes the community, it takes the entire family, even immediate family, these cultural things, let's put them aside. There is nothing that a parent did wrong to get a special child. We need to be able to understand, identify the difference and teach our children so that we have better leaders. You know, if you look at the general statistics for disability, one out of 20. That's high. Yeah, one out of 20, so that means For every one child with disability, you have a chance to educate 19 others. So let's look at it that way. So to make it a point to explain to your child that people are different. Make it a conversation, because you know some grow up and then the first time they're interacting they're like, ew, what, you know? Yeah. So let's, let's just make them understand, and that way I believe, even when they're the future leaders, they always have persons with disability at the in back mind. of their mind, yeah. when they're setting policies in their workplaces, you know, we're talking about inclusion, integration, this is where it
0: starts. And as you wrap up, how can we follow you, how can we engage with your content, and how can guys reach out to you? On social media, yes, I always speak and respond to everyone. Yes, Um,
2: so uh, I have my the foundation that is Andy speaks. Andy speaks. Then number four, okay, special needs persons in Mm -hmm. brackets SNP. That's a a group for any parent who would like to just be there. Other parents are there. If you have questions, if you have a discussion to have, and just information access. Um, And then we have. IG that is at Andy Speaks for uh, mm-hmm. at Andy Speaks mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's Andy Speaks for on Twitter. We always discuss policy and just you know, like, uh, education points. The way I say the visuals, mm-hmm. we put a visual and just put out what, what it is, how to do. So, we're covering uh, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome. It's called neurodevelopmental disability. Neurodevelopment, yes. Yeah. Personally, on Twitter is Mora Silvia. And on Instagram is Sylvia Mochabo. Yeah. And on Facebook, I don't change anything. Sylvia Mora Mochabo. Yes. My full cool names. Absolutely. <laughs> Although I, I already have Max, so unless you follow me or yeah. you go to you Sylvia Mochabo, I have a page but that's Sylvia Sylvia Mochabo, Miss yeah.
0: Africa in okay. brackets. Yeah. Miss Africa supermodel woke up early in the morning, did her own face Facebook and showed up. Yeah, it's health check So have T V where you look and live. Thank you so much. Well, that's great information and also great energy from a mom who has to take care of two special needs guys. And she had her face done and I hadn't. I'm revenging. I hope Sylvia so, <laughs> you're watching. This is how I look usually. <laughs> anyway, let's just piggyback on that conversation. And you meet people like her a lot. So there's something she's highlighted and just the fact that she's able to have this conversation. Can you just encourage people that are watching and also comment probably on some of the things she's spoken on? yes yes yes
1: Mm -hmm. so Sylvia is a super mom for Mm -hmm. me she Mm -hmm. is a super mom having to to go through what she has gone through Mm -hmm. to raise her children uh i feel that she has done a lot Mm -hmm. and uh, her also apart from now having the luggage of raising or even the the grace let's say the grace to to raise her children Mm -hmm. she has taken up an organization to help other parents Mm -hmm. what i can say is that what i picked from her conversation was that the journey the parent goes through is very important from the point of diagnosis to the point of accepting, it is quite a journey. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage parents to go through the journey, not to skip any stage as she said. Mm-hmm. The depression stage it is quite tempting to skip, but don't skip it. Mm-hmm. Just go through all the stages. If you can't do it by yourself, get a support group. As she has said, Andy Speaks is a support group mm-hmm. and there are many other support groups. Get a support group, get let them help you walk through it. The other thing is learn as much as you can,
0: Absolutely, because you yes. see at
1: the end of the day, when you learn as much as you can, you're able to identify what are my children's strengths, what are their probable strengths, what can they be able to do. So that's what I would tell parents. Yes. Just be encouraged, get a support group, let people work with you. If you get help, professional help, better. Yes. If you can get a psychologist to work with you or take you through the processes, the better. But what else I can pick from her conversation is that, that when you accept look for help Mm -hmm. for your child Mm -hmm. because she said okay now this is it if my child now is 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 towering over the other children let me let me take him to where he can be adapted or can stay with the other children who are able to work with his, Mm his 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 challenges so as parents just seek for help for your child and also at the end of the day as you seek the help Learn about what your child is accessing. Let's say, for example, your child is doing a form of therapy. Mm-hmm. Get in tune into it. Get to find out what are they doing. What are the goals? What can you do at home? Ask for home programs. Mm. Seek for the home program. So then now, what I've seen when parents do that, the progress is even faster when a parent embraces the therapy program or whatever program the child is It's like they're doing revision. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. And when you do revision, what happens is that you're able to pick your child's strengths. Mm -hmm. That is one thing we rarely hear about uh, these conditions. Mm -hmm. Because we don't say what are they good at. Mm. What are they good at? It's always at? what
0: they're doing wrong, what well, they can't yes,
1: do. Yes, yes. And this is not only for the parents, it's for everyone who, has, who is dealing with these children, mm. for the teachers, for the community. What have you identified this child is good at? Because mm-hmm. it's it's said that people with ADHD, they are very innovative, mm-hmm. they are spontaneous, mm-hmm. their energy is good. You can imagine an entertainment industry if we didn't have energy.
0: It would be lit. <laughs> it would be boring, sorry. <laughs> it, would it would be, be, be very because boring. Of, yeah, yeah, because
1: of energy. And if you look at the entertainment industry, at times you can diagnose most of our entertainers with ADHD if you are to do a adjusted diagnosis <laughs> But we need that energy, we need that spontaneity, Mm -hmm. the
0: hyperactivity, we we need that energy, you
1: know that buzz, We Mm -hmm. as human beings we vibrate and move according to people's buzzes, so Mm -hmm. you can imagine the world without that energy, Mm -hmm. the innovation, the Mm -hmm. creativity, you know with spontaneity people get creative, Mm -hmm. because if you are to do something and you just took a corner you will discover something new about what you are doing, Mm -hmm. so there are various advantages, and with the advantages there comes the challenges, so work on both, Work on both the the the, the strengths and the weaknesses or challenges the person might have, or even the child.
0: As we wrap up with just looking at that video, there are many people who uh, look down or look. Uh, they're very oblivious of these kind of situations. They are very uh, rude about it. Very in. Let me just say, what would I, what word can I Intolerant? use? Intolerant. Intolerant and very. Uh, yeah. What would you say to those people who are always uh, finding something to say about people who are able differently?
1: What I would like to say is to those who are on the other end. Mm -hmm. I might not really address the people who say it because that's a choice they make. But I would like to encourage people on this other end that you can't change everyone. Mm-hmm. What you have to do, as Sylvia said, be the advocate for your child. Mm-hmm. There are moments you need to tell people in the A state, excuse me, you can't talk to my child like that. Yes. So I would speak to the person on this other end mm-hmm. and tell them, you you be the advocate. Encourage your child to say if, if someone has been mean to them. Mm-hmm. Encourage your child to be vocal about it. Be confident and, and teach your child resilience. Because at the end of the day, the world might never understand your child. The world might never understand ADHD, and it's OK. And so the thing is, we can never change people who choose to have that perspective, but I would encourage those on the other side.
0: Okay, absolutely. Yeah, be encouraged. Don't uh, hide your child all the time or just go to cry in a corner, speak out and have those conversations with everyone around you. As before we went to the break, we loosely just went over the diagnosis. But uh, what would you do? And I think, I don't know, you have a creative in your house. Have you ever diagnosed them of hyperactivity? <laughs> and you will tell me that candle. <laughs> Let's talk about um, diagnosis. Yes, yes, yes. So I said with the
1: diagnosis, there are a special group of specialists in the medical world who do the diagnosis, and they have their various tools. And uh, when they do their assessments, they, they, they are those standardized tests they have. So they check and pass through parents through various questions. At times they do the scans, they do the MRI. They do various tests. Mm-hmm. So with after those tests, that's when they say, OK, now this is the diagnosis. So as I mentioned, it's the development of pediatricians. We have the child psychiatrist. And then we have the educational psychologist. Mm-hmm. So those are the, the the people who are able to do the diagnosis. So for the rest of us, we just follow through. We get the and create a treatment plan.
0: Okay, for Mm -hmm. each and every one as we look at that uh, you mentioned some of the therapies are through games and all that can you now can we go deeper just a bit
1: yes okay. yes 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 so one if we are working on the the motor skills mm-hmm. if we are saying the motor skills are the movement anywhere there's movement so if the child has challenges with the motor skills let's say throwing and catching of a ball the eye hand coordination mm-hmm. seeing what your hand is doing mm-hmm. and getting that concentration because you see I might play with the big ball but when I play with a smaller ball it requires me to concentrate more Mm -hmm. and more so if I'm supposed to throw this ball inside somewhere or hit something I might need to concentrate much much more Mm -hmm. so now the therapist now get the occupational therapist because we have various therapists so now the occupational therapist now work on the motor coordination we get to see how can we get this motor coordination to its optimum can we get this child to be able to concentrate and maybe to a point where they can actually do archery they're able to concentrate and hit a target so you see so we get to to push them to get to that dimension Mm -hmm. the other area is the organizational skills can we get this child or this uh teenager to be able to organize their life can they be able to take breakfast uh shower in the morning and leave the house in good time and remember to pack their books Mm -hmm. so we create structure around them are we able to organize their day telling them uh, or creating together with them this is when you wake up, this is what you do, and have that visually presented. Because there's something with the visual. When you see something visual, you remember. Mm-hmm. So we create a structure around it. We get to create a structure with considering each and every child's home. Because mm-hmm. every home is different. Absolutely. There are homes, they take breakfast at five, others mm-hmm. take breakfast at seven. Others take it five minutes to before the child goes to the bus. Mm-hmm. So we consider all that. So we create a, a routine and a program. Then we now come to the attention and concentration. When you come to the attention and concentration, we get to see first the child's interests. What are they interested Mm -hmm. in? What do they like? Mm -hmm. And then with that, we use that for the therapy session and as a bait also, to get the child to be able to do this so that they can do this. Mm. So if you finish this work in five minutes or if you do for four minutes, Mm. you'll do this one. So we can use that to be able to pull, keep on pulling the child's attention and concentration span to where least they can work optimally so in regards to therapy that's what we can work on also impulse we get to see how can we be able to it's like an engine yeah how can we be able to tell them okay how do you just self-regulation them to know Eh, right now my engine is is uh, high. Mm-hmm. How do I get to to just work slowly? And right now uh, I am off. How do I get on? So it's just be able to teach this, the children from whatever age to be able to learn these skills. Because mm-hmm. remember, the ADHD is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Research has it that it never you never it never outgrows. Mm-hmm. So how do we teach this child? Because for us we do projections we get to see the child as as, as a presenter. Mm-hmm. So if this child is going to be a presenter, mm-hmm. what can we work on right now for them to be a good presenter? Wow. That's what we work on. Mm-hmm. And that by the time they are reaching a certain age, they are found there the ways to adapt mm-hmm. and mold themselves around it and not and not crash because okay. you know as, 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 as they progress in age now some of these things become very clear mm-hmm. like impulsivity let's say if I pick a, an adult mm-hmm. impulsivity I might decide to I walk into a shop I see nice shoes I remove my card I pay for 10 pairs of shoes mm. I was impulsive mm-hmm. but with ADHD now it's on the extreme I, I, I for example I'm working on a project and this project, I need to do it by a certain time. Mm. But as I was working on it, I discovered, oh, there's another software I can get. And then this software can be able to help me work. But I stopped my work even if I was at the brink of finishing mm. and started all over again because I found a new software, impulsive. I have found a new software so I can work on this software. Okay. So now when they are much younger, mm. we teach them to stop, think. Before you make the decision, think about it. What repercussion will it have and what are the consequences? So as they work on that, when they'll be growing older, Mm -hmm. they will know, okay, my my kryptonite, I always try to teach them as kryptonite. (laughs) Kryptonite is a fictional substance that in Superman. So we always teach them that this is your kryptonite, Mm -hmm. you are a superhero, you have these strengths. You are creative, you are spontaneous, you you can be innovative, Mm -hmm. however, These are your kryptonites. Mm -hmm. So if you don't look at what can make you like for example, let's weak. say Superman makes him weak. Yes. If you don't watch out on that, you will be a fake superhero. Mm-hmm. So that's what we we, we work on, wow. getting them to be able to identify what is their challenges mm-hmm. and what's their strengths. What is the problem in you shining because of creativity? Mm-mm. Awesome, mm-hmm. shine because you are creative. Mm-hmm. But make sure this creativity will not be impended or mm-hmm. uh, will not be hindered by impulsivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a game tomorrow. Let's say you're a sports person. You decide, okay, I want to go to America and do something Mm -hmm. and tomorrow is a game so definitely you lose the job so sometimes this this you no matter how talented you are no matter how creative some of these things can bring you down Mm -hmm. when you are an adult Mm -hmm. for adults even you find that those who are in college and campus some have that form of impulsivity mm-hmm. and they don't do well in college.
0: Or they don't finish. They don't
1: finish. Yeah. That is quite a high one. They don't finish. Impulsivity in teenage and adulthood, you can imagine drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, people say, hey, you try. Just try. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you're impulsive, you'll be like, ah, bring it. Yeah. So you try it and you're
0: suspended. You're suspended. Spend.
1: Fight. You can imagine how many fights this person can be engaged in. Constantly fighting because mm-hmm. the anger comes You're impulsive, you don't think, you wire, you hit someone, and it's a case. So those are some of the things that
0: now progress like that. I feel like you're being a life coach, really. (laughs) It's more of life coach skills. So I don't know, do you have a child, a person in your family, in your neighborhood, someone you know, and some of these things, uh, you know, Perpetra is talking about are striking in your mind. Well, it's about time you actually take them for a diagnosis or something so they can be able to be supported in the necessary way. Uh, My question, I think... As we continue is, we were talking earlier with the guest who came in and we thought about sleep training. Is that something you can do for children because sometimes they are up wee hours and sleeping for one hour. Is it something they can adapt to as well? So what happens with sleep
1: training, you have to identify the course. So the family has to take a log of what is really, what is happening. Mm -hmm. How many hours is this child sleeping? How frequent is this child waking up? So there's a lot of research that the family has to do. And then after that, they come up with what? What? What is it? They get to I see. Is it? I, do they sleep for three hours, mm-hmm. four hours? Then in this research, the family also needs to look at how. What do they? What activities do they do just before sleep? Because mm-hmm. there are children who watch TV just before t- sleep. There are those who are playing a game on their tablet just before sleep. There are those who had extended periods of screen time. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of research about screen time and sleep. We how we really talked actually, about yeah. it in
0: speech therapy. <laughs> you were like, no screen time, two minutes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. So you can imagine. So if if we do the log and we get to find they're spending too much on the screen, just limit the screen time mm-hmm. or make them have the screen time much earlier in the day, and then also do you have a a, a quiet environment when mm-hmm. you're going to sleep, or is it
0: poof, poof, poof all I noise know. in and the home house? And lights, not this blue lights that yes, can't make you sleep.
1: Yes. 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 Is it a quiet? Is there is there like. It's like the way you, you you turn down the the knob the radio mm-hmm. the volume you go slowly. are you having such a system at home where they are slowly tuning into the evening mm-hmm. like let's say for example the let's say I start at maybe three four. They have just finished their tv time are they having some play time do they have some shower time Mm -hmm. do they have some supper time Mm -hmm. do they have some quiet reading or some quiet activity together then sleep so ensure you have quite a quiet evening Mm -hmm. just have a slowly progression towards the evening so
0: even your mind can move i literally have to do that for myself and i had to sleep train because i realized first of all light makes me feel like it's daytime too much light um I realize when i watch certain things at night i start now thinking and processing and everything and so i had to literally like turn down pole, yes. pole not do calls especially yes, yes. Uh, yeah so it's like
1: teaching your child to have those switch off buttons yes so in the evening they have started switching off their buttons mm-hmm. they know this one i'm switching this one i'm switching so by the time they're going to sleep all their brain buttons are switched off mm-hmm. so it is it is actually also dependent on their environment mm-hmm. you have to make it quite conducive for for sleep and also having a set sleep time mm-hmm. is very important because even as standard, adults, yeah a yeah. standard sleep time because even us as adults it's encouraged for you to have nice quality sleep do you have a set sleep time So for these children and these adults with ADHD it is important to have a set sleep time mm-hmm. so if you set it it's eight, Please keep it at 8, so keep it consistent.
0: Absolutely. What you need to do is keep sending in your questions to 2232. And when we go on a break, we'll come back and open up the call lines so you can ask all the questions to our pediatric occupational therapist, Perpetua Omondi. My name is Kari Kagiri. This is Health Check. As we look at that, there's something you mentioned that has answered this question for me, but I need to ask it for our viewer. Can ADHD be acquired as an adult?
1: ADHD cannot be acquired. Mm-hmm. It is gotten, because it's a medical condition and affects the brain, it is all the way from, the ch- from childhood. Mm-hmm. What can happen, you can identify it more in adulthood. Mm-hmm. So it might come up more in adulthood because now you're wondering, you know, there, like the way I was seeing a picture. There's someone walking uh, like five or six dogs and mm-hmm. they were walking quite normally and they were walking in a line and then there was someone with the ADHD and they're walking their dogs and one dog is on this other side holding a balloon mm-hmm. the other one is lying down somewhere mm-hmm. and this little guy is so frustrated because he's like what is happening to my the things i need to do my mm-hmm. responsibilities mm-hmm. so it might be more pronounced when you are older but mm-hmm. it is not that it has come when you're older mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: how about through trauma
1: no no okay. no no no
0: so, it, it, so it, it,
1: it is it is from when you are when you are young so wow. that one doesn't just come okay yeah
0: and so since you said it gets more pronounced so are we saying that it gets worse the older you grow if not money? If
1: not, here, yeah, With no intervention it will get worse. Mm-hmm. Because now with, with the responsibility that now an adult has is very different from a child. Remember when you are a child, people used to take for you care of, for you everything. Mm-hmm. You have your breakfast ready, mm-hmm. the shopping is done, mm-hmm. you just pick fruits, you just walk out of the door. Transport is there, you go to school. Now when you are an adult, that is
0: all on you you have to organize your yes.
1: life so if you didn't have organizational skills or you don't have poten- you don't have organizational skills you will be chaos Absolutely. Like people say organized chaos, but it is chaos <laughs>
0: <laughs> we need to go on a break. This is a very interesting conversation. I'm sure you can absolutely relate. When we come back we'll be asking all a- asking and answering all your questions. Please send them now so that you're not sending them at eight twenty. Then I'm like So do you know that? No, no, no. Send them right down to Triple Two Three Two. Our call line will be open when we're back after this break. You're watching Health Check. It's on Hope T V where you look and live.
2: God can
3: turn
1: a mess into a message. I
2: have a boy on a wheelchair. Yeah. I'm still preaching on the, on the pulpit. Jesus!
0: I got tired of
2: working with the x ray papers and one day I just woke up and decided to burn them. A test into a testimony. The
3: whole community didn't want to hear that anybody is born again. Excommunicated. Straight illa Yesu
2: Join Sharon Naitore Wangenye on testify Katika hiyo harakati hiyo spiritika wa mimi nimeona Yesu Kristo namna hii
0: Kwa msalaba
2: Hallelujah Hallelujah Every Thursday at 8 pm for a moment to grow your faith some more
3: From country music. Classical quartet harmonics. Now I'm a child. Homecoming series. For he the worst among
2: Tent revival.
3: many more.
0: Side,
2: Watch this great musical adventures on The Bill Gaither Show featuring Gaither Vocal Band, Linda Randall,
3: the God on the and many other series like The Alaskan Cruise.
2: These gospel favorites, recorded in front of beautiful sceneries, guaranteed to rejuvenate your love for gospel music.
3: Bill gave the Show, only on Hope TV, where you look and live.
0: Conversation on health check this evening, the 10th day of November. By the way, I have to wish our outgoing bishop a happy birthday again. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday. And to very, very cool guys like Richard Kagoy and everyone else who it's their birthday in your family, happy birthday. Just random. As we do this, it is a conversation on ADHD. And just there, I have just, you know, been diagnosed again. ADHD is Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, and it's something that happens to many, many people. You just might not know that that's what it is. And just for someone who's just joined us, someone who's cooking supper, can you just explain some of the things that they're going to see and uh, what ADHD is really? Okay, so ADHD as I said, it's attention
1: hyperactivity disorder, so it's a medical condition, so it is not someone pretending, it is not someone being naughty. loud, yeah, naughty, <laughs> it's not someone being looking for attention, you know we hear those things, this child is just looking for attention, or this adult, when he has to lie, mm-hmm. so they, those are some of the things, so the, the main things that they will pop up is the hyperactivity, the person or the child finds it very hard to just sit still and just to be able to do something and the concentration the child is just um, just in their planet they mm. create things in their head they don't focus <laughs> but interestingly people with adhd can hyper focus when they are really into something the level of concentration it's they can so give it the the a, a track can pass them and they won't bother with that track so apart from the lack of attention they have the gift of hyper focus which other the normal human beings don't have.
0: yeah. Does that make them a bit irritable? Because they're Mm. trying to do this thing and you're trying to... So now, there comes the
1: impulsivity Impulsivity. and and also anger. Because you're like, you can't get it. I'm focusing and the person is like, you had three hours to do this work, you've just hyper-focused the last five minutes. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Like, all of a sudden, now you're a a genius. Oh, my! <laughs> understanding people and understanding disorders is really, really important. Uh, go ahead. Someone is asking, hi, could you please ask Dr. E? Okay, she's not a doctor, she's a specialist. Let's get that correct. She's a pediatric occupational therapist, but today we can call her just for the show. Dr. Barbetro. Anyway, <laughs> if a mother or father can pass ADHD to their child?
1: Yes, it's genetic, yes. so it can actually pass down to your child. It absolutely, is. but it is not a hundred percent. You can't say because you have your child with half. Okay, it's just it can. Okay, probabilities. Yeah. Yes,
0: we have talked about yeah that probability of, of of actually we talked about it being genetic as well. Yes. Other yes. than.
1: Other than the causes? Yes. It can also because of the, the the head trauma. There can be a head trauma. Mm-hmm. And then in a per, per, pre perinatal stage mm-hmm. the child can also acquire the 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 ADHD. So those are some of the causes. The causes are so many are so but many. those are some of the causes. Okay. Yeah. As we
0: look at that, there are so many myths and theories and ideas people have about uh, people with ADHD. Can yes. you just share some of the So you one myth
1: seen? is when someone has ADHD, someone says they have autism. Mm. So this child has autism, but that is not autism. Mm-hmm. And the clear definition is the social skills. Mm-hmm. When the child's social skill is good, then you you rule out the autism. Mm-hmm. They're able to engage with the other children. They're able to play with the other children. They're able to look you in the eye and tell you hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. They're able to follow through with conversations. So that that one will be a clear line. So that okay. is one myth that is autism. No. The other myth is that um, is that ADHD, uh, one is being Mm hard-headed, you know. People say, this one is just not listening, this one is seeking attention. And then we can, at times people feel like intense discipline will take away the ADHD. Like if we tell this child, you move and uh, you'll see me, you know, you give them the marches, you move and you will see me, you know. So it is not because they want. You know, it's like I take a bottle of soda, Mm -hmm. a coke bottle, uh, I just shake it shake it shake it shake it for 10 minutes oh, no. and then when i go to open it i tell that so you try Don't. come out you see so that's what happens they really out yeah. of their
0: control uh,
1: yeah cuz the the hyperactivity the the you want to move you want to to just it's, it's actually you need to move to you survive you need to move <laughs> So you need to move. So you can imagine limiting them. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the things that I would say are, are, are people take it also like that. Then also we can say people say this person is possessed. People say yeah, oh, this no. person can be possessed.
0: Oh, no. We take
1: them to where yeah, they, they are quite possessed or your family is cast. So you find that people who will bring out such things as, as the, the, why you have a DHD. Well, it is just actually a disorder. It's just a disorder and it's medical. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. My brain came like that. Mm -hmm. What can I do about my Mm -hmm. brain? I can't change it. What I can do is just adapt it. Adapt with what I I have and see how I can can go about it. But it came like that. The Mm. factory setting was set when I was born. Mm -hmm. And interestingly, it's when you are born. So what can you do about that?
0: Absolutely nothing. Mm. Go ahead and keep sharing this video. Our call line is now open. The number is right below the screen running down here. So you can go ahead and get that number and call us in and ask all the questions. I want to thank everyone for sharing this video. Keep sharing it. People need this information and they need to stop being judgmental to that child, neighbor's child who's always climbing onto your compound. Just accept them. Uh, they They are... ADHD as a parent, and um, Sylvia Mochabo tried to explain that. What are some of the coping skills you can maybe share to someone who's watching?
1: So to the parents, yeah? So one to the parent is just first uh, learn as much as you can. Mm -hmm. When When you expose yourself to information and knowledge about ADHD, it gives you a calming effect. So get Because you you're not yeah. shocked
0: all the time with things that happen.
1: Yes, and then it also gives you a perspective of you know what is there, mm-hmm. you know what is coming in various ages and stages. It like gives you a, a, a feel of there's a knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, learn as much as you can. That's mm-hmm. the first step, I would say. Mm-hmm. Learn as much as you can. Know what you can be able to do. There are so many things online that can be able to help you with your child. There are so many things online that can give you information as a parent on what you need to focus on. The other, the other thing is psychosocial Support. Where do you get your psychosocial Mm. support? Can you be able to call a friend who you can actually just share? Today I feel frustrated. Mm. My child did one, two, three, four, five, or even someone you can share your joys. Because many times as parents, we also want to share joys. Ah, my son was able, as Sylvia said, her son started speaking fluently Kiswahili. So. Can she get someone when the son says five words, she can just call and say, Imagine he said one, yeah. two, three, four, five. So get psychosocial support. The other thing I would say to the to the parents is just be able to identify your child's um, progress. There's something when you notice progress, you know, when you when you want to lose weight and you just mm. notice you've lost mm. is it three hundred grams, you mm. know. <laughs> It is a party. (laughs) It is a party. So the same thing with your child. When you get to identify and work with your child and Mm. see their progress, you are able to celebrate and it makes it the journey worthwhile. When you now sit and say, okay, this is the plan I have for this month and you go through with it. Mm. If it's the sleep training. There might be fights at the beginning, but as you progress, the child will be like, okay, so because you celebrated the small win, Mm -hmm. you can be able to push through this other goal. So celebrate wins, notice progress, psychosocial support, Mm -hmm. and learn as much as you can.
0: You had mentioned just in passing about teenagers and getting into drugs and all these things, ADHD in teenagers.
1: Yes, so with the teenagers, you can imagine impulsivity. Impulsivity in the small ones, they will just slap someone and they discover, Oh, I slapped someone after they've already slapped. But with oh, teenagers, yeah. it is now what is their what are their peers doing? Mm-hmm. And sometimes already they, they they are already different from their peers and they actually mm-hmm. now start noticing why am I not doing this? Why am I loud? Why can't I not settle? Mm-hmm. I can see my peers sitting and settling. So if now someone comes and tells them, Oh, leave your peers alone let's try this Mm. they because of their impulsivity they will not think twice about Mm -hmm. it they will be like ah let's try it Mm -hmm. and then with the drugs it gives them a certain form of uh, the speed also in the brain gives them just a high and this high can they be able to prevent themselves from doing it again Mm -hmm. because impulse control can i control myself from not trying it again but if i'm impulsive i want that rush again that rush I felt when I took that bangi. Mm-hmm. It felt there's a rush I had. So will I be able to control myself not to? So that those are some of the challenges they might have in teenagehood. other thing is violence. Because mm-hmm. you know, for us, you know, sometimes when we get annoyed, you take a few seconds for majority. Mm-hmm. But someone with to ADHD process. to process, you process, do I talk? Do I say, do I walk away? You know? Within those seconds, you have made that decision. Mm-hmm. But for someone with ADHD, they might not take that time to process that. They hit and then they think.
0: Kufa makanga kufa
1: and they're like, "What? What did I do?" Wow. So the impulse control can also comes in. It can also come in violence. Mm. So now they're exposed also to crime, because also the thing is when you add when you put violence and drugs what do you get. Absolutely. So crime. they are also exposed to crime. So you can also find that there are also studies done in prisons about people with ADHD. And wow. you find there's also a percentage of people who have ADHD. This was shared uh, in a symposium I was in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? What do you mean that this percentage has ADHD? And the, the attachment to crime and drugs and substance abuse mm-hmm. was immense. So I was like, okay, this is quite a red flag. When the teenagers are there, they need to have had... Uh, a form of like training to help them not to have such impulse control, and then you have for them you have to preempt them constantly mm-hmm. if you do this. These are the consequences, because sometimes they don't think of the consequences. Mm-hmm. So you have to like keep on seeing how they have been able to internalize the, 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 the consequences. Absolutely. If I do this, this is what I'll do. Expose them to places and tell them, OK, this is the story, a case study of someone mm-hmm. who was a teenager and this is what they did. And they landed in jail. Mm-hmm. So give them that opportunity to be able to learn. If I'm if I have ADHD, this is what I'm prone to, mm-hmm. and this is what I can do to prevent it. So, with teenagers, it's quite it now comes out more. And you can imagine just a, just any other teenager, you have already issues, mm-hmm. so you can imagine now add ADHD because even with the normal teenagers, they have their mood swings, they have what hormones, they have hormones, <laughs> they trial things. So, now add ADHD if there was no intervention, but if there was intervention, they will pass through teenage just like the other teenagers.
0: Wow. Someone is asking how can a parent discipline uh, then discipline a child with ADHD? ADHD. This is on our text line triple two three two. Thank you for texting in.
1: Yes, so for discipline it is quite interesting because now with discipline, when you understand the ADHD, you are able to now uh, help them to be able to, like you do preventative in a way, rather than... So with the discipline I would go first with teaching. Mm -hmm. With these children you have to be able to teach them when they have not done the wrong. Let's mm-hmm. say, for example, mm-hmm. uh, I don't want them to run in the road. So then if they are tiny children, much like five, seven years, eight, I do social stories and tell them this is our child X, he ran into the road, this is what happened. So you help them start processing before even the incidents happen. Mm-hmm. So you help them start processing and then they, by the time they are in a parking, when, you, when you're walking and they run, you hold them and tell them, you remember the story of what we shared? Mm-hmm. Yes, what can happen. So for them you really have to get to to get them to process the consequences, let them fish that information. So you start it by training them in advance, mm-hmm. telling them in advance what can happen. But in a scenario where the, the, the child has, 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 uh, has done something, they still have to face their consequences because that's how you teach them consequences. So, for example, they ran into the road and uh, we thank God that they were not injured. So now if the consequence is, let's say, for example, you won't have screen time, you won't have dessert, people have different ways Mm -hmm. of disciplining. So you still implement it. So then they still learn consequences. So they're not exempt from discipline. Mm -hmm. But now you have to really work on them, understanding also why they were disciplined so because now you've disciplined you have to explain to them i disciplined you because of one two three four yeah. five yeah
0: okay okay mm. our call line is open if you have any questions on call you can go ahead if you prefer to text us it's triple two three two we've talked about adhd in children in adults in and in teenagers specifically which one which is something that's just going through my mind i'm like all these kids that probably have been getting serious thrashing And that doesn't really change who they are because they need the coaching, they need the training, they need the therapy, Mm -hmm. uh, as you said. So that's quite, quite interesting. When you look at this, we haven't talked about if there's medication other than therapy. Is there medication people take too?
1: Yes, there's medication and uh, one of the treatment is medication. So treatment is medication and forms of therapy. Okay. So there's medication for ADHD.
0: What does that medication do?
1: Uh, so with the medication now it helps with the brain, mm-hmm. it gives you the, the the ability to concentrate. I once asked a child who was taking medication, what does it do? Mm-hmm. So he told me, it helps me, it calms me down and now I can concentrate. Oh. In class I can be able to focus. Yeah. So for him, there, there are days I used to ask him, did you miss your medication today? He says yes, because you can see a very clear difference of how he's able to perform tasks and when he's on medication and when he's not on medication. But it's preference. There are people who prefer their children not to be on medication Mm -hmm. and they look for other forms of therapy like Mm -hmm. cognitive behaviour therapy, occupational therapy. There are those who pick the natural methods like what the child eats and diets. So the people pick different ways but medication, there is medication for for ADHD. Okay, yeah. we talked
0: about support groups for parents and how to deal with it, but how about as an adult? What are some of the things you can say one can do to cope? And I think you talked about not being able to organize your life in the first place. But probably... So for, for
1: adults, I would say tools. Get tools to help you. There, there are so many things on online that mm-hmm. can be able to help you. First, identify what. how will it present in terms of adulthood. What issues will I have? So do an in-depth study of mm-hmm. the ADHD. And then, after that, when you finish your in depth study, look for tools that can help you. There are great organizers, uh, the, the checklist, the the planners, you know, mm. there are various things that can sticky be... Sticky notes
0: all over your sticky house. Sticky notes. You can also
1: have the Google <laughs> calendar. Yeah. Things that will be able to pop up just in case. Uh, alerts, alarms. Yeah, they are able to tell you who uh, can sleep time. Yeah. You know. So you're able to... <laughs> so I'm like, no! Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so no. things that will help you organize your life. Uh-huh. The other thing is that also for adults, medication is still okay. There, I've, I've had people who take medication when they have a very serious project. They take their medication after the city's project, they take a break. Mm-hmm. There are those who take medication and then at times they have medication, like um, you, you're, you're on vacation, medication, vacation. You don't take it. Mm-hmm. So there, there are those who take breaks in between. But medication can also work for adults when you when you know you for you, you work better with 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 medication or if you have exams like for example i'm in college this is my exam week i i can work with medication during this period you take the medication so also with adults i would say medication but work on looking at those tools that can be able to support you absolutely we need it what happens if ADHD goes untreated goes untreated or there's no intervention it's chaos what I can say is chaos. Your face changed. <laughs> it is chaos because I, ca- I can try and imagine you, you are creative, you are innovative, you can do so much, you are spontaneous, you are adventurous, but on the other hand, you are impulsive you find it hard to concentrate, you cannot organize your life, you know. So, this is how
0: universities get burnt down, actually. Yes, because now, exact.
1: <laughs> because now you, you, it will be chaos. So the thing is, is that without medication, you will come out as a person who is incompetent, a person who is quite, especially the word lazy is used a lot. You will come out as a lazy person, you will come out as an unfocused person, it will affect your relationships, because you can imagine you are to meet with your friend but because you, you were impulsive and went to another place, how would this friend feel? They'll feel so bad. very bad. Mm-hmm. So it affects relationship. If you're married, it can affect your marriage. Because you can imagine, I, I have we have money in a joint account. We had money and you decided to, at this one moment, due to impulsivity, you went shopping and bought everything with our money. So it can bring various strains on relationship. Marriage, spouse, parents, siblings, parent to child. You can imagine you are kicked out of college and I'm, as the parent I'm paying school fees and you you are out of college. So this will strain our relationship because I'm wondering why can't you just not sit in college? And you are wondering on your end, why can't you not just understand me? Mm-hmm. I have a DHT. And the parent is like, DHT or no DHT, you have to finish your campus. Or maybe you
0: don't even know. The person yes. can't explain
1: to you why they yes. are Mina kwanga tu evil. Kwanga evil. Say, yeah. So when people say me na tu evil, then people take it as an excuse. You're rude. You 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 are having an excuse, you're an having attitude. an excuse not to do it. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine telling a lecturer you haven't submitted your assignment because you have ADHD. So the lecturer is like, what does ADHD have to do with the assignment? So that is what can happen with when it's not treated, when it's not diagnosed or when someone does not even recognize they have it. Because mm-hmm. yes, as you said, the way you said, I'm just like that, mm-hmm. You you might not even know you have it. And even people around you don't even have a name for it, they just know this girl is just hyper mm-hmm. and she's just spontaneous. Mm-hmm. She's the life
0: of the party. Mm-hmm. But people don't know it. So it it can be chaos. The conversation is on attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. And we're talking about uh these are these are what guys also use, cutter brains. On people with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's huge. Yes, yeah. and our, our pediatric occupational therapist, Perpetua Omondi, has taken us through the various things. She's actually gone even into adulthood. And now, just in the community, how do we get training? How do we get equipped to handle, uh, you know, either if you have it or if you're in a community setting where you can be able to give support to people like you before even we come to your organization? What's your organization called it? Dynamic Occupational Therapy Yes, Limited. Dynamic Occupational Therapy Limited. Uh-huh.
1: So, what happens with the community? First is awareness. For me, I would, I would go the line, Sylvia has gone towards the community. Mm-hmm. She creates awareness to the community and other organizations creates awareness to the community that this is a condition that is with us. Mm-hmm. It is not a Western condition mm-hmm. where we just think, ah those are issues that are not part of us. So, awareness. Let people know what is this condition, how does it present. Break it down to the, to the way any other person can get it. The person can be able to say, oh, spot on, this one is ADHD. Mm-hmm. This one, no, this one has autism. Mm-hmm. Now that one, no, 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 that one has Down syndrome. So break it down to the community. Create workshops that will be able to engage the community at different levels. The other thing is policy making. Because mm-hmm. there, there there, are very many things that in the terms of the special needs world, things that are missing. So can we get policies that support and will be able to include these children and, and have uh, things that will be able to make their life better in the community level. So that's what I would say in the community level we can start by embracing. Because once we start with awareness, then the other things flow. Mm-hmm. Get to people will be able to understand, okay, then we need to sit with the chief. This child a, has been brought here for discipline issues. Or this teenager has been brought here by, for discipline issues. The main cause of this discipline issues is the ADHD. Because I'm a, he has engaged in crime, he has engaged in, 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 in violence. Mm-hmm. But what is the root cause? It's the ADHD, mm-hmm. so that's what I can say in terms of community level. We can we can begin with. For me, it's beginning. There's so much that needs to be done, yeah. especially in policy. As Sylvia was saying, there's so much that needs to be done in the policy level. Yeah, mm. I think the
0: most important thing, and you highlighted this, is to be able to get the right diagnosis, and so that you can get the right support for what the issue is. But at your place, it's called dynamic occupational therapy. Yes, dynamic occupational therapy. Dynamic occupational therapy. Don't. don't. Anyway, you're correct. <laughs> yeah, you <are> correct. <laughs> So at DOT, you said dynamic and you've mentioned other conditions. This like Downs, you mentioned yes, Autism, Yes. but first let me pick this call and then we'll be back. You'll tell us what else you deal with so that okay. people can come to you. Good evening. Thank you for watching Health Check.
4: Good evening to you, Kerry.
0: Yes, what's your name and where are you calling us from?
4: Uh, my name is Oliver Tambo. I'm calling you from Gong Town.
0: Okay, what question do you have for us?
4: Okay, my question is that uh, I have a problem here in the stomach. Ah. Uh? a problem here in my stomach. Uh-huh. Uh I think it, I don't know if it's stomach upset because I've been uh uh, uh and vomiting. I went to the doctor, to the be doctor, I've been given medicine. huh. But uh, it is like not stopping. So I don't know what could be the problem. Okay. And uh, anything when I take anything, maybe even if it is uh like yeah. I've just prepared ginger and something. To take and lunch, even I took, uh, but I picked everything. Okay. Like almost two days, I've not eaten anything. I don't know what could be the problem. I went to see the doctor. Uh, The medicine that they have given me, I just not responded very well. I don't know what could be the problem.
0: Okay, I'd like to request you to text us on 2232 so that we can connect you with the right person to respond to that hmm uh-huh. yeah just if you could text us on triple two three two right now and we'll connect you because today we're talking about ADHD but I saw I saw our guest writing some comments so she might be able to respond to you okay All right. thank you text thank us you. on triple two three two today's conversation is on attention deficit hyperactivity disorder and we have a pediatric occupational therapist in studio but would you like to encourage the brother because oh
1: sorry you're feeling bad I yeah. hope you feel much better <laughs> yes, because uh, it's a different condition, I know, it's a so different
0: yeah. uh, thing. So, if you could text us, we could connect you with the right doctor. I mean, we have from gastroenterologists to uh, you know, everyone from internal medicine, I think they can be able to respond yeah. to that much much better. So, kindly text us on triple two three two Our colon is open on questions of attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. As we do that, let's talk about uh other things that you do to uh, and other conditions that you support at d- DOT?
1: So at DOT, Dynamic Occupational Therapy Limited, so we majorly do in schools where we, we see children in their work environment. They are working in school, they go to, to learn and, uh, and play, so that is work for them. Mm-hmm. So we see them in their work environment. So
0: you are observer?
1: No, we go to therapy in the schools. Oh wow! Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there are schools that are, have have that capability and allows people to come from outside to work with the children, mm-hmm. and we now work with the children, especially in the schools environment, and just be able to work on those various conditions. So I find that in the schools. It's not special schools because I get the question, do you only go to special schools? Mm-hmm. No, we go to all the schools because if it's one out of five, maybe let's say uh, for dyslexia, one out of ten for mm-hmm. dyslexia, it means in a in a, in a school of a hundred, we'll get a few children with dyslexia. Wow. So we find that now that's why we pick the school environments mm-hmm. because now we just be able to offer the services at, uh, at where they, they are comfortable mm-hmm. with the school environment. Mm-hmm. So we do it majorly in the schools and we work with children uh, with different challenges or difficulties, even as simple as handwriting Mm -hmm. uh, problems, so we also work on those ones. So Mm. it's very interesting, so it's a whole range autism, Down syndrome, we have dyslexia, we have dyscalculia, dyspraxia, so we have all those conditions that we actually work with them in the school environment. Okay, Okay.
0: you talked about handwriting, and I think in my primary school you'd have helped people, Yes, we told you are writing like a chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the conversation on attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, I don't even I can get it like just flowing adhd is what we've been doing today on health check uh any questions you might have we have about two minutes to pick your questions you can send in your question on triple two three two you can call us live in studio the number is right below the screen and we'd like to break it down to you on this conversation and we've also talked about the biggest highlight for me is how we can be able to relate and treat others around us and maybe that would be one way we could wrap this up with you just encouraging us on how we can be able to relate to everyone around us who might be struggling with empathy
1: yeah I would say the biggest one is empathy empathize with them get to understand really what is it that they're they're having what is it that they're finding hard to do and uh, the empathy also journey starts with really enlightening yourself mm-hmm. getting to find out okay I heard this person saying ADHD what does this ADHD mean what, what how, how does it affect them so empathy truly understand people and also encourage them because uh, sometimes it's very nice just to hear yeah you did that work well thank mm-hmm. you for handing that project back on time so just those small encouragements take time to encourage if it's your colleague your students, because you can imagine, also your students are giving you uh, work, or you're working with different people. Mm-hmm. So just encourage them. Get to see the positive in them. Get to see their, their good side, and get to say, "Oh, you, you are very good in art. Let's do
0: some artwork." Absolutely. So get also to pick also their their, their good side. Their strength. Their strengths. Let's pick this call as we continue. Okay. Good evening. Thank you for watching Health Check. Yes. Good
3: evening.
0: Yes. Who are we talking to, and where are you calling from?
3: I'm calling from South Syria. My name is Puma.
0: Okay, what's your question?
3: Uh, my question was I've uh, been listening to the ongoing conversation
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh, when the panelist was asked about how to discipline
0: mm-hmm.
3: children with ADHD. Uh, ADHD mm-hmm. that, uh, the respondent uh, the professional was uh, giving a response like in reference to all children.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, what if is, you have an adult uh, child? Okay. Actually, my son is 21 years old okay. and uh, he says he has ADHD mm-hmm. uh, and we, so this is a matter that we are grappling with, how do we address it? Mm-hmm. He has it and we see him as a normal child. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since he was born, he's been performing well in school, mm-hmm. but the problem now we have is he wants to change. He went to a doctor, mm-hmm. like uh, this is one thing that we are very uh, concerned about. You know, is it is it in order that a child can go to a to a doctor and the doctor will prescribe medicine for ADHD mm-hmm. without consulting with say, the parents? That okay. he found that like it was a problem
0: yeah. because
3: the boy has been potentially we know about it. He's been on medication for almost uh, more almost a year. Mm. And we, don't, we didn't know about it. We just came to know about it the other day. Yeah. So he visited a doctor, a mm-hmm. professional doctor. Mm-hmm. He visited, a, I don't know, a psychiatrist. Yeah. And so we found this to be a little bit unprofessional that a doctor can make prescription of that kind of medicine without even asking the team
4: to uh,
3: bring in his parents mm. or to the parents. So what do you have to say
1: about this?
0: Okay, pups will respond to you and everything will be okay, sir. Thank you for watching Health Check. Yes. Yes. Thank
1: you for sharing that. Yeah, uh, it is quite an interesting one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. but a 21-year-old 20 21
1: 21 went to the doctor, and they were prescribed, and they were diagnosed, and they started taking medication. Even to without, the level of going
0: to a psychiatrist. Yeah,
1: without the parents knowing. So this one is purely a shock to the parents. I can only imagine how the parent felt. Like how how could you do that? How could you just go, and how could you just go take the medication? So in terms of the the parent was uh, that was shocking. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine how mm-hmm. shocking that is. We are just told, okay, mom, I've been taking medication for a whole year. Mom,
0: I have dad. I have ADHD. ADHD you yeah. know.
1: So we with regards to because you say discipline with this one. This one, in terms of discipline, I can't say there is anything much you can do because they have already taken that path. Mm-hmm. And as you said, they are 21, they are beyond 18. Mm-hmm. So when they go to the doctor, the doctor takes them as an adult. Because mm-hmm. before, below 18, the doctor will tell them, please go contact your parents, I need to speak with your parents. But anytime time before, be, when a child uh, or a person reaches 18, they, by, by the government, they are taken as an adult. So this one is an adult and he made a decision. And I think that the way I can guide you is that just take time to process it and then have talks with him, have discussions with him, get to understand him, why did he go that direction, uh, how is he feeling even with the medication. Because at the end of the day now they are just adults, they can just now make their decision and uh, nothing much can be done. 'Cause even by the government standards he he he, he did the he, he can't be asked by anyone because he took it as an adult. He didn't consult the doctor as mm. an underage.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, how about them all getting support um, to process the new information? Yes. Because he's apparent he's been doing really well in school. Mm. And he's a you know, a brilliant person. Mm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so the, the support is for all of them. Where they, they need to get someone who can be able to to make them like a third party who can be able to let them discuss with each other. Because you can imagine if you already t- took the, the... I can imagine if the, the, the son took that move, it means that he felt that I can make this decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, the parent saying you did it wrong, the child will be like no I'm an adult so mm-hmm. you can imagine they will have they, they, they will have log, they will have a log ahead they Absolutely. won't be able to know where to go mm-hmm. so I would request uh, for them I would mention that they they need to seek a third party mm-hmm. who will be able to help them sit if a professional counselor can be involved it can be better mm-hmm. where they just sit and have discussions around it as a family because they can be healing because the father is feeling, betrayed why can how has my son just done this so with that discussion and more in-depth discussion there can be healing in the family absolutely and
0: all will be well absolutely one is asking here and i think we didn't go through this what are the nutritional management for ADHD children so some do withdrawal of some certain foods some limit
1: some foods like the sugar the 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 processed things like soda and things like that, there are people who now keep on removing. So there are very many, just like the the very many options of what you can eat, what you cannot eat. There are very many, so it's just that you get to see the whoever you're consulting, because there are various professionals who do this, you get to see whoever you're consulting, what they'll be able to recommend and what your child will adapt to. Because you find that I might withdraw this, but my child, what, what nutritional benefit will I replace? So I would tell the parents not to do it uh, with no guidance, mm-hmm. not to do it by themselves, they have to consult. They consult a nutritionist or something. They get a form of consultation from a, a person who that is their field. So that you don't withdraw something and then you, the child has no nutrients. Or the person has no nutrients, so they are low in energy because you withdrew some things. Mm-hmm. So that's what I can say about the nutrition. Absolutely.
0: So yeah. uh, for this, probably get a, a, a what do I call it? an individualized kind of yes. a menu depending on the child yes okay that's Mm. very very important but it's a very good question i mean nutritional benefits are good for our mind our heart here when you eat fish your brain becomes okay (laughs) (laughs) when you eat the eye and the engine (laughs) you're much much better for the eye one i am off for that one i find it very hard (laughs) Oh, man. ADHD is a real condition. It's with us right here in Kenya. See, ya That's another myth we forgot mm. to go uh, to talk about. It's right here with us. And so I pray that you'll get the right support. And now that you know the fact, some of the things that you need to look out for, I want to thank our guest, Perpetual Mondi, who's a pediatric occupational therapist, for joining us this day. And you can tell us how do we get in touch with you online on wherever.
1: So for 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 email, you can t- you can email me at perpetua at dynamic. If you just remember, dynamic occupational therapy dot com mm-hmm. so that's the email on social media you'll find dynamic on all social media platforms you can be able to follow comment tweet or anything anything on social media you can get us through there absolutely yeah.
0: keep it here on health check please go ahead share this video i like share and subscribe to all our social media platforms at hope tv kenya get interacting with us i'll see you tomorrow morning on the amazing team worship Wednesday day on hope fm it's the only session where you listen and live from five the show starts at five Sour five, the so guys will check in at seven. I'm like, yo, show is over. 7 liquor, 4 p.m. Yes. For, for, for activate. So be sure to join uh George Gishuru and I on activate tomorrow morning. We have great programming lined up. Tony Omonde is back this week. I hope you're enjoying that programming on News Watch. I'll see you next week with uh, more great information. Thank you so much for coming. Most welcome, absolutely.